It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports, your weekly roundup with uh, me, Samar Khan, and... Uh, me, Rahul Puri. My good friend, Rahul Puri, and we have a lot to discuss about. We want to talk about the two greats, Serena Williams and Roger Federer. Are they the greatest tennis players, uh, men and women? Uh, let's talk about that. We can talk about the devaluation of the FA Cup. I mean, nobody seems to be taking the FA Cup seriously anymore in England. And the Lothar Commission. Have they appointed the right people for the job? I mean, they've they've got the judgment, but are they the right people for the job? But let's talk. Let's start by talking about something pleasant. You know, Raul, the best feeling was to see Roger Federer. He was just awesome. It, it was a it was a truly amazing moment in sport, wasn't it? I mean, to be honest, I would have been perfectly happy to see Rafa win as well. I mean, I, I think that you know a lot of people in Federer's greatness um, miss out the fact that if Rafa had won on Sunday, Federer would be 17 and Rafa would be 15. Um, yeah, but the one thing that I would like to point out, you know, which I think is important, is that out of those 15, nine of them are French Opens. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, I don't disagree the fact that Rafa has been so dominant on clay. But, you know, out of uh, Federer's now 17, I think seven or eight of Wimbledon. So, I mean, you know, he has his, he, he, he has only one French Open title. Rafa has nine. So, I mean, you know, there are sort of swings and roundabouts. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think that everybody could see in, in that sort of final that you were watching perhaps two of the greatest... Players of this generation. Not just this generation, I think of all time. I think Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal will go down as possibly the greatest rivalry in tennis ever. I mean, you know, I, I can't think... Would you go back to say that? I mean, for example, I mean, people people can compare it to Jimmy Connors or Bjorn Borg and Bjorn Borg versus McEnroe. It didn't I last for this long. I agree with that. It didn't last I, for the number of years this one lasted for. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that any... I mean, apart from probably Sampras and Agassi, I do, and even they haven't contested as many Grand Slam finals... As these two, I mean, you know, they've been in, I think, seven Grand Slam finals now. Um, just the two of them. Now, in men's tennis, that's unheard of. Yeah, I mean, that's in women's a tennis, it, it, it's it's uh, fairly normal. But in men's tennis, it's an awful lot. And that, you know, leave outside sort of master event, events and stuff like that. I mean, you know, this is possibly the greatest tennis rivalry ever. And, you know, I just enjoyed it so much. But also because it was a amazing it was an amazing I mean and you know I think the thing was that you could both see that they were not the young guns that they were at one time it was actually they were they were they were going through every ounce of their strength you know you could see the tables turning from one side to the other from one side to the other at frequency because they don't have the same consistency that they had when they were 20s agreed but I mean you know in that fifth set you know, even Rafa's 31 and Roger's 35, but in that fifth set, you would be hard-pressed to find a better level of tennis. Or an easy rally, or an easy rally. There were no easy rallies. I mean, it was just amazing tennis. I mean, some of, in that fifth set, some of Federer's backhands were just sublime. They were unbelievable. Um, amazing, amazing tennis. So I think it'll be safe to say, Raul, that, you know, Roger Federer has cemented his place 
as one of, if not the greatest tennis player ever. The greatest of all time. I, I, I don't think anybody can argue with that, quite frankly. When he had 17 Grand Slam titles, I don't think anybody can argue. You know, a lot of people, and I used to also, quite frankly, knock the fact that, you know, when he was first starting out, he wasn't playing in perhaps the most competitive era um, of tennis. But since Rafa and Djokovic have appeared on the scene, he's still won Grand Slam titles. So, I mean, you've got to give it to him. And the he's man. pretty much one of the complete players. I mean, absolutely. I mean, he's he's probably still one of the only men on the tour that has a backhand. Um, and a but, backhand that's a single-handed backhand, you know? Yeah, absolutely. He, he's, he's possibly the best, still the best serve and volleyer around. You know, he's just a complete tennis player. And... You know, as far as I'm concerned, and he's not my favorite. Roger Federer is not my favorite tennis player uh, ever, but I don't think um, it's kind of like that Sachin Tendulkar thing. I think your vote would go to. I think your vote would go to Andy Murray, wouldn't it? No, no, no. no. Andy <laughs> not my, my favorite tennis player is uh, Boris Becker. Always has been Boris Becker, but you know, I, I think it's that it's that. Uh, thing that you know you have a favorite but there's no argument who the greatest is I mean Roger Federer is just the greatest tennis player ever I mean he's just a phenomenon he's just been he's just been a joy to watch and I think he gave a hint that this might just be his last year and this is for a lot of listeners who wrote back or wrote back to us to, to say that you know oh we had discounted Roger Federer no we had not but I still feel that this could pretty much be Roger Federer's last year. Look, I mean, you know, everybody that write, writing and saying that we discounted Federer, I think Federer discounted Federer, quite frankly. Um, I don't think anybody saw that Roger and Rafa were going to get to the final. And, you know, we didn't, in fairness, we didn't say that Roger and Rafa wouldn't win. We just said that this would probably be their last tour years on the tour. And I, I stick by I that. Stick I stick by think... that. I don't, I don't think Roger is going to continue. I don't, I, I don't personally see Roger Federer at the next Australian Open. Yeah, I, I I find it difficult to see him uh, being there. Yeah, but one person who might still be there is Serena Williams. And Absolutely. once again, once again, Raul, what a dominant player Serena has turned out to be. And and again, I mean, you know, I, I, I'd make the same argument with her. I think Serena Williams is now going to go down as the greatest women's tennis player. I would ever. argue on that. I mean, I would argue, I would, and not just my favorite, I would place a Steffi Graf above her. No, I mean, you know, I look, I, my favorite my favorite women's tennis player of all time was Steffi as well. And, and not just favorite, I honestly feel that Steffi was the greatest. I mean, the grace with which she dominated, the power that she had. Yes, Serena is up there, but it's going to be debatable. I don't think it's as clear-cut a choice as Roger Federer is. It's not. I mean, you know, Steffi played in an era that I think was a lot more competitive than, than Serena's playing in. But, I mean, you can't knock the woman's uh, record. I mean, it's just unbelievable um, to have... And uh, she's never got her due, you know? She's always been called the man on the court and she's always been given... Yeah, I mean, she's always been looked at unfairly. But, you know, Serena Williams is a very, very special tennis player. And, you know, I think that, you know, she's she's still got a couple of years left. In yeah, her. she's got a couple of years still to go. So I think, you know, she might just cement her place and go on to win many more titles. I don't think Serena's story is over yet. No, no, absolutely not. Yep. So that was the Australian Open. It was great to watch it. And I'm actually now looking forward not to the French because I have a feeling that Nadal will just steamroll everybody there. I'm looking forward to Wimbledon, actually, because... That'll be fun. I'm actually looking forward to the French because I, I want to see how Djokovic comes back. I think that's a key piece to this puzzle to see how Djokovic responds to the fact that Roger and Rafa got to the final in Australia and he was nowhere. 
it's an interesting debate. I, I think it's an interesting thing to look. And you're going to you're going to uh, just negate your world number one Andy Murray at the French I'm I'm guessing. The French is tough for <laughs> for Murray to win. Okay, so that was tennis. Uh, moving on, the FA Cup. Uh, Rahul, I do not want to talk about Liverpool being knocked out. Uh, I, yes, I, I, better to skip over that. Idea. Yeah, it, it's 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 going to be a tough year for Liverpool. But I, is anybody interested in the FA Cup anymore? And why have it? I mean, they're sending B B. They're sending B teams. No team takes it seriously. I think it was very. It's it's very very sad what the F, what has happened to the FA Cup. And uh, you know, realistically speaking, quite frankly, I mean, everybody is looking at it that you know why why should we bother? I mean, winning the FA Cup doesn't really do anything for anybody. Um, you know, winning the League Cup is exactly the same as winning the FA Cup. Yeah, but I think you uh, and I were having this discussion offline, Raul, that if if the fourth team from England would be the FA Cup winners to go for the Champions League, then maybe people will t- start taking it seriously. Absolutely, but that's what the problem is with the FA Cup. Nobody takes it seriously because it, quite frankly, doesn't get you anything. Now... As far as I'm concerned, that's not necessarily the way that think people should be looking at it. I mean, you know, Liverpool, for instance, and uh, uh, Spurs and um, a lot of other sort of, you know, maybe mid-table clubs, um, they, they, I see no reason why they shouldn't be placing a lot of onus on the FA Cup. Quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, it's a win. It's winning something. Um all right, it may not give you immediate entry into Europe, but it gives you silverware. It's like a consolation prize. I, I see, you know, I, I'm sorry, but I, I don't understand this logic of uh, devaluing the FA Cup. And I know that Liverpool did it um, by playing a bunch of kids against Wolves. But, you know, it, for me, that's just twisted logic. I mean, what does a Liverpool supporter want more than anything else? As far as I'm concerned, it's to win the league. And after that, it's to win bloody anything. Um, I would rather win the FA Cup than come fourth in the league. I, I, I know that I'm probably in a minority on that, but honestly, I would. I would rather win the FA Cup because it means that I won something. Um, it doesn't mean that I got into the Champions League. For- I'll just ask you a trivia question. You know, there was the year 1996 and Federer had no league title, no Grand Slam, and Liverpool had. I think 18 uh, Premier League titles, and uh, well, we now- had 18 Premier League titles by 1990. Correct, and, and, and Federer was not even like winning by then, and now Federer has gone on to win 18 Grand Slams, and where are you? Still at 18. It's still at 18. <laughs> so yeah, you might as well win the FA Cup, Rahul. I'm happy winning the FA Cup, Summer. Liverpool haven't won anything since 2012. So you know what? Even if we were to win the FA Cup, I would be ecstatic. Yeah, I think, I think, but I think they need to do something about it because I don't think anybody's interested. Broadcasters are not interested in, 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 in you know, buying rights of it. It's just, and you can look at the teams. They're playing second grade teams. They're sending youngsters to play FA Cup. It's going to become a sadly defunct competition. I mean, I see in the future, I don't see the Premier League clubs playing the Football League Cup anymore. I, I think that, that they'll just, step out of that and the FA Cup will become the cup competition but the question is is that unless there's a carrot attached to the end of the FA Cup I don't see any of the clubs taking it seriously absolutely and um, is anybody going to take the Lova Commission you know seriously because come on Rahul I mean the names of the people who they have put out there to be administrators for 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 running cricket I don't know I mean they just don't make sense to me the Auditor General the ex-Auditor General will run cricket or will well, be I I have a slightly differing opinion on that. I, I think that 
what the the Supreme Court has done is laid out a couple of people who they think can organize the BCCI. I don't expect that they're going to run cricket. They're interim appointees at the end of the day. Um, I think that the BCCI ha- already has enough bureaucracy in place to be able to run cricket. It does a good job of running cricket. I think what the, the, the court is worried about is the kind of proprietary that takes place uh, when these uh, cricketing deals take place. And quite frankly, I think they've picked a good bunch of people to to make sure that the, the BCCI is, is run properly as a... As yeah, but they, I, I just feel that, I just feel that, you know, for the for the, for the the public to, to feel that they were credible names, they could have gone for better names. I, I don't know. I mean, a, a lot of people say that, oh, they should have gone for a cricketer, but I don't see why they... they Forget cricketer. For... I mean, okay, uh, why Ramachandran Guha? Well, I suppose he's a cricket historian. They must have thought that, all right, he, he must have yeah, someone... but he does not have... It does not make him an administrator. I can understand... I can understand if you know Dry also. I, I look at Vinod Dry, he's an administrator. I look at the the yes. the guy who okay. who runs um uh that uh the what you know, the Diana company or whatever. The construction company. He's he's run a business before. Diana brings cricket administration. I don't um, know what Ramachandra uh, Guha brings to the board. But... Ramachandra Guha, for instance, maybe he's just a really good guy. I mean, you know, maybe they just like him as a man. I don't think there's a problem. Just incredibility. Okay. I, I think that, that 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 everybody needs to understand that the, the the Supreme Court isn't going out and saying cricket in India has been run into the ground. That's not what they're saying. They're going out and they're saying it's not being run properly. It's not being run from a proprietary point of view. It's not being run properly. So you know you've put people in place that are just going to make sure that those systems work. I, I don't have any issues with with the appointees. Okay, so we'll have to just wait and watch for that to see how it turns out. Uh, that's all we have time for today, guys. Uh, please keep writing, and it's lovely to interact with you on Twitter because most of you give us brickbats, and hey, that's what Twitter is all about, brickbats. So, Raul, that should be fun, I think. Next Monday would be interesting to talk about. We'll have the Hockey League, which we can talk about. Uh, yes. Two big games, Chelsea versus Arsenal and Chelsea versus uh, Liverpool. I mean, pretty much yeah. will decide the title, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they're two big games for, for Chelsea and Chelsea fans. I suppose that if they beat Liverpool and they beat Arsenal, um, they're going to be very, very hard to catch this season. So, yeah, we'll have lots to talk about for next time. But till then, like we always say, if it's a penalty, if it's a hole-in-one or if it's a, a boundary, Just Sports will have it covered for you. Thank you very much for listening. Take care and we shall catch up with you soon. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.